think about it, there's a long history of country music duos. You've got the Carpenters, Brooks and Dunn, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, if you please. But not too many of those are from Queensland, let alone from the town of Rockhampton. Tom Busby and Jeremy Maru are Busby Maru, and they're just about to release their fifth album, Blood Red. Welcome to you both. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having us. Jeremy, you discussed with Lee Koenig and apparently, this is what I've read, being, <laughs> being considered a country crossover band. What do you think it is about country music that lends itself to, to being mixed with other genres? Dare I say Taylor Swift is a good example because <laughs> it really does morph and dovetail and sit nicely around other musical genres that you're pursued like blues and roots. Yeah, yeah. I'm the country music fan or lover in the relationship. Oh, we both love country music but I'm the... I'm the main one. Um, but I, I think it's, if we break our stuff down, um, it, Tom and I and, and a, two, a one guitar, two guitars and two two harmonies, that's it's got a country flavour to it. And I bring that, I definitely bring the country flavour to our sound. Mm. I know it's a dirty word to talk about music categorisation so early <laughs> in the interview. But, um, you know, I'm curious, Tom, if your music, you feel like it has shifted over the years because... In this album, at least, I'm picking up more of a pop country sound than perhaps the more blues and roots feel of previous ones. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say when we're in the in the middle of it, you know. It's um, but looking back at all the different albums, there's uh, definitely uh, a roller coaster of uh, change. But overall, the one thing that stayed constant is what Jeremy was just referring to is the acoustic guitars and the vocals and the harmonies. So, mm. you know, it's, and but it all comes back to country music, really, and three chords and the truth you know they always go on about that and it's pretty true you know the the more you simplify it the harder the song is to write firstly but the better it is and it is probably true and I know I'm preaching to the choir with you Jeremy that the best storytelling is in country music is it ever more pure than in country music no absolutely not you know they it's the butt of every joke, you know. Everyone's laughing about the country. The guy, you know, go listen to a country song and you lose your get your house back, your dog back, and all the rest of it. But <laughs> ticket fans, it is. It's it's great. It is great songwriting. You listen to all that modern stuff at the moment that's coming out of Nashville. Or, it's just, I'm obsessed they tell with a great story. Luke Luke, Luke, Luke Luke Combs is one of them. Absolutely, I would love to see him live. We have to get on the same page and kind of lobby to get Luke Coombs to come out to Australia. Well, have, he's, have you, he's coming. He's coming. Yeah. Oh, next you're going to tell me you're well, supporting him. Good luck well, trying to get good. a ticket, though. Yeah. It is. I mean, we're on the same label and the same guys at touring. We, we can't find one. But what, what's great about Luke Coombs is talking about the acoustic guitar and the vocal again. It's mm. it, it doesn't try to overproduce anything. He's just a great songwriter. So he tells stories about where, you know, true stories or right stories and doesn't try to make it fluff it up with all this production. He just... It just is great music and um, that's a testament to him, I suppose. There is one lyric in one of his songs where he sings about the virtues of BF Goodrich tyres on a four-wheel drive <laughs> and I can feel that that's a very Queensland vibe as well. Uh, your, your, your creative ambition with this album was to kind of incorporate the experiences that you've built up over the time working together. How do you feel like you put that into practice in an album? It's obviously quite intuitive, Jeremy. I think we live together. So we with each other more than we are our families. So, um, you know, I see Tom more than I do my kids most of the time. So everything we sing and write about is is us, you know, is us. It's, it's the way we live. We don't try to fluff anything up. It's it's pretty much how it is. Yeah, but going back, it's instinctive. You're right. Yeah. Like whatever note you strum, you, you bring up a bit of a progression, a chord progression, and the melody comes and 
whatever splurts out is pretty much where you are in life, you know, and then you just mm. uh, shape it to make sense. But having said that, there must be something going on in the subconscious with what you've heard and your influences. And going back to the mm. influences, I know, Jeremy, you've talked about um, names like Alex Lloyd, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, Darius Rucker. Mm. Are those floating around in your, your mind when you're penning a new album like this? Uh, absolutely. I mean, more so me when it comes to the production. I'm listening to songs going, okay, I can hear where Tom's going with this song. I'll, I want this song to sound like this Particular, I want this to have this sound. And Tom's, Tom's like two country. Yeah, two, two, two country. Just <laughs> it can never be too much. It can never be two country. Although we dropped a song that because it sounded too country, and we've got a we've got to tone back the banjo and the and the pedal steel. <laughs> we love a banjo. You, and pedal you, steel. Trust me, you put banjo in a song. It's like damn, that's good. Yeah, you know where you, you go, are. Let's put yeah. another song. Oh, we've got a whole album now of banjo songs. Now we're yeah. a bluegrass band. <laughs> we talk about Darius Rucker. Yeah, we wrote with Darius Rucker. Uh, a song that made this album at his house in Charleston. In yeah. Charleston, what was yeah. that like? Awesome, yeah. an experience, a big time. Yeah, we we didn't know what was going on. We heard, you know, our mate and our publisher is like, "Hey, do you guys want to?" We're over in Nashville hanging out with some mates and writing and writing for the fourth album actually, and we pretty much were done. And he said, "Do you guys want to write with Darius Rucker?" Like, you what? said, oh, I'm a bit busy, actually. Yeah, what are you talking about? We're working about? with Luke Coombs now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be good. I was like, mate. I, I, we couldn't quite understand what was happening and he couldn't tell us either. He's like, look, just get on a plane, go to Charleston, South Carolina, here's the address. And I, we kept ringing back. Going, Are we writing for him? Is he writing for us? Why does he want to write for Don't How ask. does he know us? Just, 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 just go with it. Pretty much what he said. And we knocked on the door and wow. beautiful home. And he's like, hey, boys. We're like, hey, we got in there. Thanks for having us. Before we start, what? Why are you writing with us? You know, he's like, I <laughs> love us? Aussies, man. I love Aussies. Really? Let's go. And we had a beer and wrote this song. And uh, he helped us do something that we've been trying to do for a long time and write a song that is timeless and, and real honest. And um, yeah, we finally got it ready for this album and, and we're stoked with it. We love it. Speaking about honesty, and obviously that's a tenant of, of country music as well. Jeremy, you had a, a heart attack, I think, five years ago or around about five years ago. Yeah. You were pretty young, 33. How did that have an impact on your music? Um, oh, I think it made us definitely have a, a, a new appreciation of life in general. I mean, I could, heart attacks are pretty scary. I mean, I could, I could have died. I had two in one night, actually, and then I had to get stints put in and heart surgery and all the rest of it. But um, I think it, it certainly slowed us up a little bit. Um, life on the road was a little bit... Can get a bit crazy. A reminder of your mortality is probably exactly. a good thing, that's, especially that's if you nice, survive it. Very, Only if you a survive very good it. Um, now, nah, look, definitely slowed us up a little bit, and sometimes we let ourselves slip, but we try to eat <laughs> healthier. Well, actually, funny you say, sometimes we let ourselves slip. Jeremy's way of putting it is every now and then I've got to give it a good test run. <laughs> <laughs> make sure the stents are holding in place. <laughs> holding in place. A bit but, of fried chicken <laughs> just to make sure. Yes. Oh, look, it's, it's, and it's, look, the other thing is it's, it's no secret that blackfellas just hate going to doctors. Um, and if, if anything good's come out of it, I've been able to go, oh, I'm going to a doctor, brothers, uncles, family, go and see a doctor because it literally saved your life. Well, actually, our Something doctor, too. we now share the same doctor and she's a young Aboriginal a girl from Rocky as well, but she's really doing quite progressive things and she rings me personally and says, listen, I know, Jer I can't, I can only get 
to Germany through you. <laughs> so now you're on this health kick and here are these vitamins and here are these things and, blah, and all yeah, of a sudden. This, this. I can see how this works. You're, you're, you're a road wife. <laughs> I, I, I can see how this works. If you just join me here on RN Drive, Busby Maru are here. Uh, they're about to play for us a, a song off the new album called Blood Red. What is the reference here, by the way? What's the meaning behind Blood Red? Well, a long time ago, we since learned that Blood Red, you could call someone Blood Red if they were ruddish in complexion. And what they were trying to get at is, despite the fact that they shouldn't, they've got a positive outlook on life. And okay. so Busby Maru, over the years, we have realised that our music, yeah, it's half glass full. It's sunshiny. It makes people feel happy. Um, they use it for the best times of their life, getting married, meeting, you know, partners, having kids, you know, playing the songs to the children growing up. But we've also come to realise that it's actually been music, a soundtrack for a lot of people, really, you know, we've found out, that have got them through the toughest part of their life, Where, whether it's grief or just mental health problems or whatever it is. And we get more of those messages than the other ones now. And um, this album, it's all, not all shiny and it's not all, you know, love and breakup. It's actually the older we get, we're talking about some serious topics, we're talking about mental health, we're heart talking attacks. about yeah. heart attacks. Yeah. But, talking about how crazy life is and frustrations with social media and, um, uh, you know, touching tributes to the farmers. And like, there's all this kind of pretty powerful stuff. But at the end of the day, our message is clear and it's what we both stand for and who we are and it's positive people, positivity. So however you feel the song or however you're feeling or interpreting the album at the end of the day is, you know, we want you to have a positive outlook. I'm glad you own that. Michael Franti was in here recently and said the same thing. He talks about his music being unabashedly positive. And, and the way you talk about the focus on the audience rather than the process of making it does make it about the audience, does make it about the soundtrack to their lives, the weddings, the funerals, the what have you. You must have gotten some beautiful emails oh, to that effect. Mm. Daily we're getting them now and they're really, really touching. And, you know, we often joke, you know, there's a song called Best Part of Me, which it's a love song, but uh, we know so many people are using it for their wedding. And, and so we often joke that it's actually... Thank you for using this song for your wedding and walking down the aisle. It's actually a breakup song. <laughs> well, maybe it's just not their first wedding. Yeah. <laughs> That's you right. never know. You never know. It might be their last. Uh, you want to play your song Conversations off the new album. I noticed the uh, lyric in this song is Conversations been killing me lately. I hope this hasn't been a ex- reflection of this experience here in, on our end drive. <laughs> what, 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 what does that mean? What, what is this conversation has been killing me lately? That's a reference to social media and the new world we're living in. And, you know, we've learnt as um, I suppose we can call ourselves uh, experienced musicians now to not complain about TikTok and Instagram and that's our job, all right? But it still doesn't mean we have to absolutely love it. And we remember those old school conversations before the mobile phones and sometimes, you know, now that we have kids, we'd like to... We'd like them to actually experience a bit of that. So those conversations online are killing us lately, but it's just uh, like it's a little shout out that every now and then you put the devices down and just get back to the old school. On that note, very well said. I think we can all relate. Uh, Busby Maru, uh, their latest album, Blood Red, is released on July 21st. They'll be on tour from August. You can check online for details. Tom and Jeremy, take it away with conversations and great to have you in the studio. Great to be Let's here. Do it.
conversation has been killing me lately. I'm rotation, chasing anything at all from you, baby. I'm a passenger. You're enough to a fist fight. corner of this haunted house Everybody's saying that it's just for Listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. For more great conversations, search for The Drawing Room on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.